Hello, everybody. Welcome to a late episode of the On the Level podcast. It's coming out still. We're recording in the day it's coming out, and it's coming out the day it's we're recording. So, it's episode 90. Episode 90 of the On the Level podcast. I'm with Jordan. Uh, we're in person. Uh, Jordan smoking reefer. Yeah. We recorded one yesterday, but I had a panic attack. And, Mid episode. Uh, I sweet scrapped the whole thing. Yeah. Was it a good one, though? No, it was not. It was not good. It was, it was all over us, the place. Right? Yeah, it was it was funny, but it was we made free. a couple of good Robin Williams jokes. A couple of good Kurt Cobain jokes. A lot of stuff we would have to bleep. <laughs> a lot of stuff. We wouldn't You can't forget my tirade about uh Mandalorian and Star and new Star yeah. Wars films. I watched the first episode of Mandalorian. <gasps> What'd you think? Um hmm. I would say give it to episode three, but what'd you think? I like that it's still going for like the monster of the week type of style. I do like that. Um, I thought it was okay. You know what? It was fine. It was fine. I thought Timothy Oliphant's character was weird. Like he had the Django armor, and I'm like, what? And then like at the was, end, Boba, Boba, Fett. Boba Fett's yeah. armor. And then at the end, you see the rigid Boba Fett walking away. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess he's around. Yeah, it's the first so, time we ever saw Boba Fett on screen without a helmet. Yeah, he's confirmed alive. Um. Like the, so like what I really like about it real quick, we don't have to make it a whole tangent, but the show just visually is beautiful. The music is amazing. I think Mandalorian, the main character, his armor is cool looking and they do a good enough job with his how little he speaks and well, like it's just like they 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 it's a budgeted show that doesn't feel budgeted no, because especially the yeah, CGI. Like yeah, they go all in on the yeah, CG. Like the, like the, this is this this is the they're using like the LED screens and the stuff. LEDs I like wall, that. I yeah. I couldn't really. I was I found some parts like when he's interrogating. The, the most was when he when they were riding the sand speeders across Tatooine mm. and they like roll up into the Tuscan Raiders and like it. You can tell like they're sitting part. on a real thing and then the background's kind of like yeah moving but around them other I, than that yeah uh the part where he's interrogating that guy outside the uh pit where those two uh gregorian guards were fighting mm-hmm. which was like it was like it's like such a nerdy star wars show yeah. but it's good stuff like it's very like remember the gregorian guards from episode three of uh, episode six no episode yeah episode six, six. Yeah, yeah episode six because they the whole show take they play with the era between yeah. six and Seven. the newest franchise yeah. yeah and so like boba fett tatooine all that stuff is actually relatively recent yeah. within the timeline but, i um, wish i wish the episode like i feel like putting it between six and seven just in my mind just like okay where is this going because it obviously whatever happens here doesn't have any consequence in like the overall star wars no, universe but what they're they're tying a lot of like stuff from clone wars stuff from rebels and stuff from the books all into this show and so um you as you saw at the end of season one they had Giancarlo esposito with the black saber yeah from Rebel. they're gonna run they're gonna run into rosario dawson as ahsoka tano at some point mm-hmm. and they gotta explain the origins or the what's happening with baby yoda because yeah they got they have to explain how he came to be because as far as we know there's yoda and yaddle there's no other yoda species so he's cute he's not He's not annoying yet to me. I could understand how somebody would find him annoying. I liked when he was in the saddlebag on the speeder in the yeah, first episode. He was like, or when, when, yeah, when uh, Mando got jumped by those like goons and then uh, they, they took his rocket pack and then he launched it. Oh my god, that yeah. was awesome. I uh, think it's a fun show. Trying to, th- I like the part where he's like friends with the Tuscan Raiders because I don't know. I think it's so funny that these people we always thought were just barbarians like, and they fucked up assholes. Fucked up. Yeah, but he's just like he's just, just like talking to them in their language. <laughs> I like yeah. that. It's cool too if you remember like Anakin's mom in episode oh two God. was abducted by the Tuscan Raiders yeah. and then he, he murdered all of them. Murdered yeah, murdered. So a it's lot funny of them. seeing them in this, like they have a little bit more personality. Yeah. I don't hate them. And then like the whole battle with the sand shark. The with, sand shark looked cool. Yeah. And um, apparently this there's a skeleton of the sand shark in episode four New Hope where R2 and C three PO are walking in the desert. Um, there's a huge sand shark skeleton. And I did not I saw that later. But uh, mm, we'll see it in episode one. So I will be watching episode two. Um, I'm not sure when I'll watch it, but I'm. It's I'm probably watch honest, it. Yeah, it's watch it this on week. whenever. Yeah. It's, it's a decent hour to um, fill or whatever. I like that. There, it's weird because the first episode's like an hour. The second episode looked like it was it's like 40, thirty minutes, forty-eight minutes. It's like thirty-two. Yeah, but then no, no. I think it's thirty-eight, and then the second, the third episode was like thirty minutes. 
Yeah. So, the third episode has the most story stuff in it, though. Mm. It, it, it it continues the through line from the first season and what's going to happen overall, whereas the second episode is kind of like a little a little filler. Mm. But uh, it's all there for a reason, I think. Same with Avatar The Last Airbender. People say that it has a lot of filler, but I'm like, no, the, the it's supposed to focus on the dynamics of the character mm. and get you to like Baby Yoda a little more, get you to like... Shout out to Amy Sedaris playing my favorite character, uh, <laughs> the junkyard lady the with crazy the robots, s- uh, space lady that loves Baby Yoda. Yeah, she's cute. I like her in that uh, role. She's so good. I saw. I think I saw JD Witherspoon on Twitter complaining about her character. He's like, "All right, I don't like. I don't know who this actress is, but this character sucks." <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> "She's hardly. She's in it for like less than two minutes, yeah. and like, I don't know. I feel it like doesn't like her performance. How it's like, kind of like." That's Amy Sedaris. I'm like, it's not even. That's not uh, honestly. She's like, well, Mandalorian, here's your ship, and that'll be five dollars. Yeah, it's funny that she treats the robots like shit, and she's like, come on, uh, come on, R2. I like her. Yeah, I she's like fun. Her. She also, I am. like the best part of like that's like I like the part of part of the Mandal- reason I like the Mandalorian is because like when they introduce these weird side characters that he meets. Like some of them, they just end up dying. But like, remember a yeah. uh, fucking Ugnot, uh, dude? Like, <laughs> fuck, Ugnot. Like all these side characters. Uh, we also they all... we had Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Season, yeah, had, uh... he's still alive, right? Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. We had uh, Werner Herzog as the like, classic <laughs> meme that I love of saying, "Show me the worm." Show me the. What does worm. he actually say? Oh, he show, says, me. show me the child. Show me oh, like, the child. I would like to see the child. I would like to see the child. So that's Eric's ringing endorsement of the Mandalorian season two. Yeah. <laughs> It's I'll good. keep I'm, watching it. It's good. Yeah. I'm, it's, I'm entertained. I, I just I don't want to be caught up and then just wait, but waiting for week to week. So I like that I'm trying. I'm trying to break it up to where I can just have it at my disposal right. whenever That's what it's I've ready. Because I actually watched all four or three episodes last Saturday. I just watched all three of them back to back to back. And uh, I'm also doing that with Broad City, who Amy Sedaris also shows up in that show. Really? Actually, she shows up. She shows up in a Broad City extra. That's on the extras tab on Hulu. She uh she's like a woman that rides a bike in New York, like one of those uh, parts. She shows up and Alana runs up there and she's like, She is like Amy Sedaris is like New York based, so she mm. only, she only works out of New York. She doesn't really? yeah, yeah. That's not I know they feel Mandalorian in uh California, I think. Or maybe even Georgia. Who knows? But uh um, but- She's like a New York diehard. Like uh, her show is filmed in Long Island, which is incredibly expensive to shoot mm. out of. It's like Sesame Street shit. Like right, that's where that's what I remember Tim Dillon said he did Sesame Street when he was growing up, and that <laughs> makes New York sense. Thing, yeah. yeah, Long Island, New York Muppets. That's good, man. That's good. I I beat Final Fantasy Seven. We don't have to get all into it, but I liked it a lot, and uh, it's very good. I'm excited to see what they do with the story next. I would like to see the child. I would like to see the sequel. I would like to see the sequel. <laughs> Um, I'm still I'm up episode 790 on One Piece, and Damn. to put the the in perspective, there's only 950 episodes. Damn, bro! So I'm like nipping that. at the heels, bro. I'm nipping. I'm nipping. I feel so That's proud of insane. myself for That's doing. It. I feel like I should get a, a platinum trophy for <laughs> watching all of One what Piece. If, uh, so you know how Crunchyroll is r- rumored to be purchased by Sony. Mm-hmm. What if in the Crunchyroll app they have trophies for like that'd the- be all. I'd be like, I want a. Tra- platinum. platinum trophy for finishing all of One Piece while it's currently airing and catching up. <laughs> They're gonna have specific brackets under the trophy, like not just finish One Piece, but while yeah, it's airing. Like Julian to put also to put in perspective, Julian watched it at like watched up to like episode seven hundred and like a little over seven hundred. I would say seven hundred and forty. That's how that's how much he had to watch to catch up. So mm. I'm like watching almost 200 more episodes it hurts my brain honestly just thinking about watching that much one piece or that it's much just of anything. it's just like it it's so good i gotta know what happens <laughs> i just have to know what happens i'm know? just glad you're enjoying it and it's good yeah. you're not like you're not like um hate watching it. hate watching it yeah, yeah. I, i'm glad I, you're actually enjoying I, uh, it i'm down to like an episode a day so as opposed to what five like five or six oh my depends on what's God. happening in the arc because like the like the ep- the epic climaxes are like are like span like twenty episodes. So if it's like if the, if I get to like the part where like he's fighting the big emperor or whatever, I have to like all right. I guess I'm watching like five today. That reminds me of like when I like watching Naruto or watching Dragon Ball Z, like the Boo saga and how long that felt. It's like it was it was like fifteen episodes. Oh, like, it's more than that. Set up Boo of- saga is like probably. A- at least uh, over a hundred episodes. Cell, cell, like how those sagas were super. So I guess yeah. I get it as yeah. far as One Piece goes. I just can't imagine watching that with my schedule. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, 
it's tough. It's not. It's not a. It's not an easy journey because it. It. it like I said, it takes a lot of commitment and just buying in really early on, mm, and then mm. it all pays off. So that's good, man. That's good. Mm. It keeps you company during the tumultuous yeah. times where yeah, living the, in the terrible, the terrible twenties. Terrible twenties. Oh shit, dude! It's like the roaring twenties, but terrible. And the terrible twenties now. <laughs> History is uh, repeating itself, in a sense. Um, but at least the the Roaring Twenties ended horribly, like a, cr- I mean, a terrible. Who's to say this one won't? <laughs> I mean, this is already starting off horribly, so hopefully we end about positively. Yeah, um, they're saying they are saying there's a lot of things I read and see online, but there's a whole storyline or conspiracy that's like the 2030s will essentially be in that digital. That digital world technocracy thing. Apparently if I can, it's. hey man, if I can get the player Ready Player One and I can be in the body of Michelangelo, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and like walk <laughs> around my apartment, that'd be dope. Yeah, I mean, it's a. Uh, Would you enter the Oasis? <laughs> I mean, isn't that what PSVR is? No. Are we pretty much already doing that? No. When, uh, We're not doing that at all. So you know how? You remember, did you see um, Trump's campaign and how they did the whole um, four four forevers? Uh, four seasons landscaping yes. thing. Um, did you see the yes, the, the furries that did the VR world of that VR chat? That's VR like chat. a baby ver- like that is like infant version of what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I'm saying it exists. That yeah, it does exist, it's but it's not like now. it's not immersive in any way. I mean, give it ten years. The VR the with VR and like mm, I think it's gonna be a little longer than that. Like to where you can just put on a helmet. And you're like you feel like you're somewhere else. Real sense, bro. <laughs> I mean that's one step, I guess. But you feel you feel all the triggers on your fingers. I can't wait for like, oh, you feel the hot and cold of something. Well, that was an original report. I remember uh, there was a patent like two years ago that said that the controller can measure the temperature of your body. No, I'm talking about like the temperature of the game. Like you're say you're playing in a in the sun in the sun, and, like you feel the hotness. <laughs> you feel you start sweating. <laughs> you start sweating like it's so hot. <laughs> Yeah, you I put mean, on like a little helmet and it makes you feel hot or cold. That's what Ready Player One they had the suits, right? Yeah. With the sensors that go it makes you feel like you get like a shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or guy touch your dick, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I ain't discriminating. <laughs> I ain't no Harry Styles hater. It's funny. Are you, you I've, little, I've been, I honestly just heard like people are mad that like people are. Ben Shapiro was saying like, this it's is the, the end, argument of yeah, masculinity this is all the over end again. of man, yeah, masculine man. And I hate it too because like obviously. Everybody gives their credit to Prince and look. If you're not wearing a tank top, have big muscles, and drive a truck, you're not a man. <laughs> yeah, they're out there, bro. Young Thug. So weird. Young Thug says he says on so much fun on a just how it is. He says exactly why he wore the dress yeah, because people, he had the stick. Yeah, didn't like. I also saw a tweet like his former like uh, girlfriend or whatever said that he was beautiful or something like who? like uh, futures or who who just talked about Young Thug. Young Thug oh, was, said he was beautiful in the dress. Yeah, said he was beautiful. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember. I remember at that time in twenty. It was 2014 or 2015. Actually, earlier than that, Young Thug was wearing dresses, and everyone was like, "Like, is he homo? Is he gay?" And then he would he would just like kind of fuck with people and be like. Kind of like what Lil Nas X does, where he's like, if you call me gay, I'm going to kiss you. Yeah. He would do stuff like that back then. And, like, he wore the dress on his album cover. And, and homie, don't play that. Nah. He's just, they just, I don't know. I get it. People are just expressing themselves through clothes. I don't yeah. think it's, I don't think Harry's trying to say anything. anything. He's just, <laughs> now that people are bring, making it. Now, know, yeah, people thing, are making it a thing. Now he's it's going into he's it. a, Yeah, now he's going to be like, Whenever he does it, it's going to be like conscious decision of him yeah. doing it. But I feel like he just like but that's oh, the point. Though, people, people I'm famous. I can like up. it's like yeah, I'm going to put on a dress. Yeah. I mean, if I had the body of Harry Styles, I put on a dress on. <laughs> Jesus, you're that. so beautiful. Why I not? I thought about that the other day. Like if we just showed up to our jobs with dresses on and we're like, I just want to wear a dress. Fuck it. <laughs> like, now that's different. <laughs> now that if you're showing up to your work in a dress, <laughs> I think that's like an office, like yeah, a that's office. totally different. He's like really famous. He was probably just going out to get a coffee or something. Like he's, he's not just, as relatable as he wants us to think he is. No, because it's, it's like just be yourself, just wear a dress. Like, nah, dude. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> like, only only fucking we'll Travis Scott we'll, can like, show up yeah, in a dress we'll, to McDonald's. Yeah, we'll live through you. So, <laughs> like, I, I, I think that's, that's just the disconnect people have with celebrity worship in general. It's yeah. like. 
people will give so much stake to what they're doing and saying, but you can't even live that he's lifestyle. He's just a guy. He like he's just like I. You can't expect some normal kid to be like, oh, Harry Styles wears a dress. I'm gonna put her. And like you can't expect not to like probably, people to it say something. Happens though. There's yeah, but like, like kids but then like school that like see that and would want to yeah but then they see it and then like people like their parents are like what are you doing like you yeah. look like an idiot and then like his what do you friends, say what do you say to that kid well though? harry styles did it i mean uh, and then what do you tell your kid i mean like kid? i i wouldn't care if it was my kid if he put on a dress so um but if he was at a private school with a uniform and if then, it was like a, if it, the school's rules was to wear a uniform then i'd expect him to follow the rules mm, but mm. if it was like a public school like he doesn't want to wear a dress like sure he can get to wear a dress and get his ass beat i ain't gonna do nothing <laughs> I ain't gonna tell him. I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll learn. He has like you have to when you're in that age. You have to learn. Like that's it's you're at the, like this weird crossroads where you're going to school to learn stuff, but you're also being thrown into like a lot of social situations. So when you eventually grow up, you have some idea how to navigate those things. It, it's so crucial, bro. Yeah. When I think about when you like when you get into specifics, when you really think in your memory, I remember going to school and like having to decide how to uh, handle situations that would happen to me every day. Where it was like there'd be a fight, or someone would call me gay, or some bullshit. Yeah, it's and like, it's a, like it's, they're throwing everything at you, and you have to like you have to really uh, you come out smart. And, uh, it's still like that's, that is in a sense though. That's I think the source of what like Ben Shapiro and all these arguments against against the dress and the masculinity masculinity is that in a sense we are like creating a the whole argument of like a, a too safe of a space where like. Your limits, like you, you aren't quite tested as well as the previous but generation. Like who you can't, ex- you can't hold somebody like him to like. He doesn't represent like what how everybody else is dressing. Sure, sure, sure. I guess what what, you, what you said specifically about your if it was your son, you said you would let him do it, but you but he's gonna get his ass beat, and you know if that, he gets his ass beat, yeah, it's gonna have to. Yeah. It's gonna, the the one day I'm gonna wake be. up and he's like, not wearing the dress today, bud. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. but there's some parents that that would like go to the school and like tell all the kids like he's gonna do. You know, you stay, you're kind of more like taking a realistic approach of like your kid's got to fend for himself. Yeah, like he's got to he's gonna toughen up. Or yeah, like you're not gonna t- like hey, um, Jim's showing up with he's wearing a dress today. So if you guys can take exactly. it easy, but imagine the society. But that happens all the time. Society of men that do that to wear dresses. No, that like baby the situation. Well, that happened. That like, does you happen. Can, you can yeah. be cool with it. And then you also want to give your kid that freedom, but also not. I mean, of course, them. that's like uh, that that happens all the time. Like, it's you, what, what, what about Dwayne Wade's kid? What What do you think about that situation? Well, if people don't know. He has he, his uh, he has two sons. Um, one of them is named Zaire, and then the other one, God, what was his name? So, I don't remember the other one. Fuck, I don't remember his his other kid, but he came out to where he wants to be uh, addressed as she. So. He's he was born a boy, but now he goes by right. a she. But he's right. like th- she's like thirteen or like in that age, and he's him and his wife, who's not the kid's mom, um, because he got the like it was a baby mama situation. Mm-hmm. But um, he's like he's all for it and like supportive and stuff, and like people are just giving him a lot of shit for that, like saying, like you're you're propagating, like you're just yeah, like uh, like little Boosie got into a lot of heat because he vocalized that he wasn't about it. And yeah. everyone said, like, why do you care? It's not your kid, pretty it's much. Your, yeah, it's like, it's his kid. I mean, his kid will either, con- like, appreciate it going forward or, like, I don't know, because I could see it's some situation. It's a tricky situation. Yeah, because, like, one day your kid will be, like, 25, and he'd be like, why did you let me do that? Like, yeah. I was an idiot. But yeah. Or his kid turns 25, and he's like, thank you so much for helping me get to where I am and stuff. I feel like and- the way technology's going and the way everything's documented and recorded, like, through YouTube, it's a little bit easier. The journey is easier because the kid... Can always look back at stuff that was said That's the problem, and like yeah. it's also the problem but if you're gonna do something like that it's uh it's well documented i guess is all i'm saying yeah, and it's also i think parents have to have a different conversation with kids i think going forward Plus i think famous i mean not even that like i'm pretty sure like a kid born today in like six years will have to have a talking from his parents about the etiquette of being on like social media and stuff and like how to having people. how to address people and how to like uh Con, like how to be wary of situations like be like they they already have the conversation with, like don't talk to strangers on the internet yeah. and now it's going to be like whatever you say on the internet is going to be there forever and like if you say something stupid people are going to come back on you I feel like, at least me personally i've always known that like i had one experience where something happened and i got fired from a job and then i realized like oh shit like this stuff is really out there it could affect you 
but like it's crazy to me that people don't ever think about that yeah like kids who put out youtube videos like if people are gonna have the comments like make sure you like if you this is something you want because if someone wants to come back uh, or so, if like somebody can find this and make fun of you for like you just gotta i think yeah. the conversation like there's more and more like weird conversations happening between like parents and children about social media sure, etiquette sure. and like posting videos and like tiktok is changing oh the world and oh boy i saw uh, a tiktok reference in the new live action tom and jerry trailer oh, michael the- pena was like you want to post <laughs> it on tiktoks or facebooks or some stupid shit yeah um not good no what what do you mean like a the D Wade situation? Oh no, you... that that joke was terrible. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. That was a bad gotcha, joke. Gotcha. Bad joke. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, so the I mean, we went down a whole tangent, but like the the dress situation and causing all this division and it's tied to politics and people's views on the world. I think people just the shit you heard as a kid of like you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all approach that's how i live my life <laughs> yeah no I, i've actually there's a lot of people i watch that including you who live like that pretty much like if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it and like yeah don't attract unnecessary attention if you're not capable of dealing with it yeah it's like i only it's weird because i only use that that saying whenever i'm on the internet but if i'm with my friends i'll talk all sorts of shit. yeah, I'll, yeah. Talk, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk the biggest shit yeah but. i think that's like the reference like we can get into the ps5 thing too but uh, over the weekend, I think it might have been NBA Youngboy. He he said uh, he would call the something about like if the PlayStation wanted to celebrate Pride Month, they could call it the Gay Station Five. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a funny, stupid thing to say. But he got like you know torn through this How social media ring. Dare you? Make like, that's some shit I say all the time. I just don't say it online because people get mad. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's weird because. I don't give a fuck what other people say. Do you so. think he tweeted that just joking, or did he think, "Oh man, this gonna be pissing people off"? Or both? Mm. I think both. I mean, because yeah. I think nowadays anybody knows before you say something, you're like, you have to think, like, is this gonna cause a whole thing? <laughs> you either want the smoke or you don't. At that yeah. point, that's why, I like, it just I'd rather just not even like tweet at all. Just not even put shit out there. Yeah, I put shit out there, or I just whatever I put out there, stuff I know I could back up if something happened. So. Yeah. So I tweet, I tweet like rap lyrics that have fucked up shit on purpose because I know it's a fucked up thing. I'll tweet the rap lyric, but I won't quote it or I won't make it obvious. And then it just looks like I said a fucked up thing. <laughs> then but, you uh, could probably just be like, it was a rap lyric. Or you, there's a little tweet now, a little button that you feel like, <laughs> lyric of this. Lyric from Kendrick Lamar's. Yeah, some bullshit like that. You like that feature on Twitter has the whole uh, marking tweets if they're false information oh yeah or, i love it yeah it's awesome i love like trump all of trump's tweets have that. <laughs> it's so funny it's funny because the argument's like they're just censoring the president so they put it everywhere now it's like i ah, we're censoring well they're not really censoring it if like i guess like he can still tweet and people who follow him still see the tweets it's just that if it's gonna have this little disclaimer at the bottom yeah i think it's hilarious yeah it's funny i heard somebody at my job talk about What's happening? He has right like now. over. He has like so many followers. To say that he's being censored is so stupid. Like, yeah. yeah, dude. Like, you have more followers than like most famous people on Twitter. Like, that's why I keep saying. I was telling my friend the other day. Like, yes, they censor people on the internet, but you can still have the freedom to say whatever the fuck you want and scream into the void. And like, if you're not saying anything too controversial, you can fly under the radar. Eighty-eight point nine million followers. That's insane. You think he chose his President Trump chose his photo yeah. like for his Twitter profile? Yeah. Just the most angry looking picture of him. <laughs> no, he would be like, that's stoic. I actually had this moment the other day where I was looking at a bunch of pictures of Trump and I had this thought. He always looks sad. He always looks sad or mad. Always. It says a lot about his character, you know what I'm saying? It says a lot about gravity pulling his face down. Character matters. Character matters. Hmm. But, um, so I think yesterday you made a really bad transition on the fucked up podcast where we're talking about the PlayStation 5 and you asked me if Trump was going to get one or something. No, you, I, you said Trump always looks sad and I was like, he's sad because he doesn't have a PlayStation 5. There you go, something. there you go. I wanted to use that to transition into the, mm. you got a PS5 over the weekend. Got a PS5 Thursday, came in nice and I would say somewhat early, 11.45. You said you remember it like the birth of your child. Yeah, birth of my child. <laughs> I ran downstairs like a boy. Like That's awesome, dude. Did it feel like Christmas as an adult for the first time? Um, I was like, wow. I was like, like, I'm receiving a special 
special package. Receiving a nice package I've been waiting for since September. Yeah. Uh, got it. Put it up in my room. Uh, stood it up. I got the digital edition. If people were wondering, rare version of the console. Well, the fact that they're sending disc versions in the digital edition box is crazy. Yeah. I actually hope I get one. Like I'll buy a digital and hope it's a disc one. Like <laughs> I win. <laughs> Uh, I love I love the look of the digital version. It's, it, it's clean. It's, it's clean. Slender. It's slender. Um, it is big. It is big. It's a big console, but it's so quiet. It's I can't like I cry. I was like I was verge of tears <laughs> when I was playing like like Spider Man, and there was no fan noise, and I had YouTube on, and I could like not wear headphones and like be in my room playing video games. I was like so nice. Verge of tears. It was it was uh, it was beautiful. <laughs> Um, I played Spider-Man, played Demon Souls, played Assassin's Creed, played Call of Duty. Um, Call of Duty has the the if you want if like if you're trying to figure out how the triggers feel, like they have a lot. Like every gun has different settings for the triggers mm. that they programmed. That's a lot of programming. A lot of programming. Um, is this cord long enough for me to go pee? I don't know. <laughs> can we pause it. It's fifty foot. No, we can. Okay. Just keep Continue going. talking. Uh. It might be long enough. Yeah. It is long enough. I'm in oh. the bathroom peeing everybody, so um sorry if you hear it. Let me see. Uh I played a little bit of Astro's Playroom, didn't play a lot of it. because um, I just wanted to play Spider Man. Um I don't want to I'm trying not to beat Spider Man too fast because it's it is a short game. How many hours are you in the Spider Man? I have no idea. But I'm pretty I would say like I'm halfway through the story. Nice. Uh swinging in that game i can't i can't imagine how they could have made it feel better and they did it feels so much better like the tricks and then miles is like cool swinging patterns are awesome uh demon souls is, looks beautiful it's hard my first real souls game other than bloodborne and uh i'm progressing through it just putting my head down and grinding in assassin's creed shocking how much i actually <laughs> shocked at how much i actually enjoy playing that game so lot of stuff to play um trying to finish some i'm just trying to finish not all of it but like at least 50 percent of that list until uh cyberpunk comes out which, which is, is december december 10th nice dude i'm jealous i don't have a ps5 i finally got to see yours and touch it um it's big that's all i have to say and it is nice i like the controller not as heavy as i thought it would be but it's uh still better than the dualshock 4 yeah um Spider-Man looks good. The performance mode is pretty. I'm going to get it on PS4 because I don't... After playing it and seeing it, it is beautiful, but I don't need it to like experience the game, really. Mm -hmm. I can. I, I have an idea what it looks like. So uh, I'm going to get that and play that. Um, and I'll eventually get a PS4 in there or PS5 when they're available. Yeah, uh, Black Friday, the week of Black Friday, um, Mar Walmart, GameStop, and Best Buy will have all, all some stock in there. They have specific times... So I would just look into that if you want to get one. And I think Amazon, there's no date on when they'll have stock because they don't they don't know. And it's just like it's kind of a surprise whenever they get it. So, I hate that. Yeah. So I hate getting, them. I hate them. I hate all the orphans in the whole world. Uh, we haven't had any issues, though, as far as my PS5. I think Call of Duty somewhat is the most broken game on there. I'm not surprised. There's a it's, lot going on in that game. Like playing it, we playing a match of zombies, and like we would finish. We finished one game, and then Garrett got like booted to the main, like to the oh, home damn, screen, home screen, and it said like you had no longer have access to this content. Damn, it, what? It was a weird bug because him and Jared shared like the same games and stuff, so it was like a weird bug that or glitch that they hit because they're playing at the same time, and then as sometime they just totally uh disconnected and Garrett had to like restart his PS4 restore oh, licenses. Oh man, that sucks. It was a whole mess. It only happened once? It only happened once and then like we've been having connection issues mostly on zombies like mm. we would play a game and then Garrett or me or Patrick would just get disconnected and and then like the multiplayer is kind of buggy right now as so far as that. just play Warzone for now? I or? haven't played Warzone on my PS5 because it's like I don't, it's such a massive game yeah. and alongside Black Ops is a fucking huge <laughs> So I can't have both on there because yeah, I have to like beat the story for Call of Duty before I delete it, and then I can delete the story part and just have multiplayer mm -hmm. and zombies. So I just gotta do that. Man, sounds like great fun weekend with the Gay Station Five. Yeah, I loved it. I sleep with it. I kiss it. 
Shout out to uh, any gay listeners out there. Respect you. Love you. Holding it down. <laughs> holding P-O-P, it down, holding it down. Hey, man, I just want everyone to be, you know? I just want everyone to be happy and do their thing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, On the subject of video games, I think I... I'm still playing Crash 4, actually. You haven't beaten it? No. It's difficult. Not impossible. I don't know if you've seen any of my clips on Twitter, but mm-hmm. I do some challenging missions in that game and they're fun i like them i like the story too it's uh they do a lot of fun nods the original trilogy obviously and the time travel and warping there's like a level like there's levels where you play as crash when he was an experiment for neocortex what and it's like it's like a trap like a mouse trap almost uh-huh. and he's like fucking with crash that's those are really fun hmm. those are hard um and then crash's girlfriend tana she has her own levels with like a grappling hook thing and I'm enjoying that quite a bit. It's the game design on like a design level is excellent. Remember when we played for Bob. Crash and Saint Trilogy and we we're playing the first one again and we we're like, damn, like these levels are so well designed for like fun and platforming. Like and then I think Crash Four Crash Wrath of Cortex, the one after the original trilogy, that game felt like half baked. The levels yeah. felt lazy. The levels well, I don't felt, think did Naughty Dog make no, that. It was no. a different it was a yeah, different, different it was universal yeah. pictures or yeah. some bullshit. And, but hopefully um, Toys for Bob keeps it up. Yeah, shout out to them. Um, they really won me back after Skylanders or whatever the fuck they did before. They did a uh, Spyro. Skylanders? No, they did Spyro. The, uh, the Spyro remake? Yeah, they did yeah. the Spyro yeah. remake. People love that. They're like the blue point of um, children's. children's games. Like a team that's been around, that's good at remaking classics, and soon they'll probably get to make their original game. There are rumors that Sony is like finally going to buy Blue Point. They should. And I, I want what did Sony they do before Shadow of the Colossus. They did a, uh, they did the Nathan Uncharted, Drake, the yeah, the Drake, Drake collection, collection yeah, yeah. yeah. And then before that, it, they did like the uh, Team e- Ico and Shadow Ooh. Colossus PS3 uh, versions, I believe. And then they did. So then now they did Demon Souls and uh, yeah. Hopefully, I like either want them. I just want them. To do what they want to do, so I heard very scarce rumors about doing a Metal Gear One remake. I've been hearing that too. I hope they. I just want them to make their own game. I think if they do another remake, if they did Metal Gear Solid One, that's dope. Then they could do their new game, or they could just jump straight to their new game. I'd be cool yeah. with that too. I, I hope they. Want I, hope they I would love the, for them to make their own new game because, like, they've been they've they have like it'd be cool if they implement every like stuff from uncharted shadow of colossus and then demon souls oh, into like one game that'd, that'd be, be awesome. so weird i would love that yeah all the all knowledge yeah all is the your, knowledge has your brother played uncharted 4 he has not i don't think he's played any of the uncharted either wow i had the collection so do i oh it was ps plus i believe oh wait i have it on disc oh i have a digital no the digital revolution is here yeah but he has access to all my digital games, so mm. he's uh, on pace. I think he's going to beat Spider-Man soon, then he's moving the first on to... one? Yeah, no. Uh, he he played the first one on my PS4 because Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. And now he's loving Mar- Miles Morales, and then he's playing <laughs> Demon Souls, and then he's going to play Jordan's favorite, God of War. Hell yeah. And then Last of Us 2. And that's he, your, and where, he, where, where do you fall on Last of Us 2 this many, this month, months, months later, this many months? I still love it. Still yeah. very high on game my list. Year? Honestly, we're gonna, talk, we're gonna talk about this game awards bullshit. This game awards bullshit. We care uh, about it. Just admit it. I don't. I think it's just something for the industry to talk about as far as something happening in December. True. And uh, I don't want to do all the nominees. I just want to talk about the game of the year because I want to do the nominee stuff with uh, Richard. With Richard, like we said last week. But uh, uh, Richard. Shout out Richard. He was had a great time with him. I wonder if he week. made it this far on this podcast. Um, the the game of the year nominees are Last of Us Two, Hades, Sush- Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Doom Eternal, and Animal Crossing: New Horizons. What is it, why does it say Half Life there? I don't know. Um, Half Life was on was this like list. A game Awards Twitter, not just like there is a Game Awards Twitter. I just see hashtag. There's gotta be. Oh yeah, there is. Oh God! They have not now. They're releasing all of the things. So I have to scroll all the way down. Uh, best member of the best esports commentator. Oh boy! Shout out to Nico V on Twitter. Our, our so boy many, Nico. There's so many. He said uh, he had a good tweet. He said, um, "Dude, Alana Pierce is nominated. Shout out to her. <laughs> Content creator of the year. Shout out to her. 
All right, so the game of the year. These are the game of the year nominees. All of the ones I just listed prior. These Everything are the... you said except <laughs> Half Life. Yeah. Uh, I don't. If Animal Crossing wins, I'm going to be so irritated. I'll get it. Though. I get it though. I think <sighs> I totally think it's reasonable. I have no gripes. I don't know. I can I can put my ego aside. I feel like and... it's going to win. I think it's going to win yeah, the game of the sure. year. Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima. We we have to admit we have biases there, and obviously Doom Eternal and Last of Us Two are like. I played both. all of these games. I yeah. can tell. You, I think Hades is pretty good, but I don't think it's. I don't think it stands next to Final Fantasy Remake, Ghost of Tsushima. It's almost like Last of Us. It's almost like we need a subcategory within Game of the Year. Well, they have like, they have like all these fuck the game direction, best this, best that. So there is a lot. So the all of these games have a chance to win something to like at the game awards so like game of 2020 bro if you think about it just like the game that kind of encapsulates this entire year i think i'll give it to animal crossing i think it's gonna win i think i'd give it to it just on a, on that scale but personal preference or like our our, our gaming tastes ghost Tsushima and final <sighs> fantasy probably right I, whenever I, when i look at all these games one that moves my heart the most is ghost of Tsushima. Which is crazy because I would have yeah. thought it was Last of Us two four years ago. Yeah, I mean it's just like the single player I loved and I thought it, I thought it was amazing, but then adding like a free multiplayer mode that's yeah. just equally as impressive. Yeah. I just that to me adds a lot to the game. So I agree. Um, I right now I, I would give it to it as a PlayStation fan. Yeah, but uh, crazy that three of these games are PlayStation exclusives. All three of these games can only be played on PlayStation. Final Fantasy right Seven, Ghost of Tsushima, and Last of Us Two. Yeah, yeah. Hades is on PC and Switch and PS4 and everything. I think it's only on PC and Switch right now. And then Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing are. Well, Doom Eternal is on everything, everything. and Animal Crossing is on Switch. Just the Nintendo. You got to remember, Doom and Animal Crossing—they were our first savior in 2020. I remember when that weekend when they both came out. Oh, they came out the same weekend, same, right? yeah. same day, same day. And like, remember everyone was doing the Doom and uh, Doom Slayer and Isabel memes, yeah. and like yeah. everyone was playing one or the other, and and then quarantine hit and people had anim- like that was a fucking huge thing. You just can't yeah. forget. Yeah. What is there anything nominated for Game of the Year that you wanted on there that's not there? Mm. Control. <laughs> I can't think of anything. So no Spider-Man Miles Morales that should be on this list but for game of the year yeah I think so really yeah it's that I think it's that good it's like really yeah it's wow. it's great it's like I didn't think Sp- they could make Spider-Man more fun and they did and I think that's an accomplishment okay. like the swinging is Ooh, better yeah I'm excited the swinging <laughs> is like so much better like it's so much more fun to do the tricks and like mm-hmm. all his different it animations more tactile too yeah s- swinging and like the combat is so much like it's I think when the I was Venom playing, powers add so much playing it on your PS5 and I was swinging on a rooftop and I let go of the the grip, the controller, mm-hmm. the, the right trigger. trigger, and he fell and he hit the ground, and I was like, "Oh, I noticed." Because in this other Spider-Man, he, he would just, just like, like roll. He would roll and keep moving. Well, I think it's because like he's new Spider. He like this is the first time he's so That's solo. Cool from that story and yeah. gameplay design, but also I think it's just another like gameplay mechanic. So like you ha- you're more active with the swinging and the jumping yeah. and the land. Like you have to land and control that. Kind of like in Ollie Ollie too. Uh, you have to press X when you land. You can't just jump yeah, and yeah. it just keeps the land, like part of the game more active. I like that and a lot. The stealth is like with the invisibility, it like it's so much better. It changes the game. It changes the game you can and turn like <laughs> it you can turn invisible. It's easier to do the stuff like the environmental stuff like pulling down stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it it gives I don't know, it allows for more uh game unique gameplay opportunities. Like uh, I f- like the, there's a new uh, he only has like four weapons and one of them is like a land like a mine that you put on like an electrical box mm-hmm. and like it feels like you're playing a little like has like little watchdogs like you're just waiting for someone to cross it mm. and like they get frozen and like people are like freaking out and you can go hide again yeah because do they explain at all in the story like how, yes. what his powers like mm-hmm. kind of what they are yeah yeah, yeah 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 like the whole story is like kind of fo- based around like him his, figuring it out him figuring it out yeah that's awesome yeah. I'm excited and that's I, great. It gets me really hyped for what the fuck ever Spider-Man oh, 2 is going to be. Oh, man. I, I, I have so many... I can't wait to see how this game ends because it's going to be weird because going uh, going back to Peter, it's going to be weird. They better not. They've set the ground yeah. too hard for us. Yeah. To, they got to have both. And they got to have, have both or just Miles. Ooh, let's go. Just Miles? Yeah. Yo. Why not? Fuck it. Peter's had his time, right? Fucking kill him off into the Spider-Verse. They're not going to do that. 
Uh, <laughs> also, he's a new face now. He looks all. Stupid. Oh, he's a new face. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it noticeable? I, I mean, if it's it is noticeable because it is his face. Like in like the cutscenes that you do see his face, it's. I think it, it to me it fits. I don't like. You're in Lauren, like the other guy's face was like to I me guess he's just so weird. Specific in my mind now, yeah. But that guy's face was like so weird that whenever he put on the mask, I'm like, how does his face look like under that mask? He has like mm. this weird like can't really describe it. It's like a like solarian your eyes, your it's head. Like, it's like a solarian. Like his eyes are on the sides of his head. <laughs> like Admiral Akbar. Is Admiral Akbar a racist joke on Middle Eastern? Culture? See, like his face looked like this guy. <laughs> From Mass Effect. Oh. Like this alien, he, to it me, that's like, what his it face looks like. looked like. Paul from the movie yeah. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, uh, you guys' face, I feel, fits the mask more. Okay. So, it's a strange comparison, but all right. <laughs> Speaking of Mass Effect. Oh, yes. You want to talk about that at all? Mass Effect is, trilogy is coming out next <laughs> year. I've been waiting for this for a long time. <laughs> let me tell you. You're gonna you're gonna travel the world. I'm gonna do it. You're gonna do it. You're gonna, gonna do be it. Commander I'm gonna play Shepard. All for the first time. I'm gonna give it my all. I'm gonna get sucked into it just like I got sucked into Final Fantasy and Death Stranding. Something it's, completely new that I've never done before. Yeah, it's it's uh one of the best one of the best. The my, story my favorite gets me yeah. alone, just knowing the story. Yeah. Uh one of the I think one of my favorite series on like the last 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 gen. So if you so. think if do you think the Mass Effect trilogy remakes that are coming out will if they do well and obviously, people don't like Andromeda, but will we get another attempt at a? I think the what their goal is right now is to release this. They already said that they have a team working on the next Mass Effect. I think it's going to try to be a Just sequel, be like to three, like Crash Four is a sequel. Yes, to, yeah. like try to like Andromeda is happening. We won't like say, but like it's happening in another universe. Like, what's your take on Andromeda now after all this time has passed? It's, it's so it's such shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so disappointing because Mass Effect. One, two, and three are like well, you could choose whatever order you want, but they're all great. And like you can't just like the story in those games is compelling and interesting. To play it. And then you play Andromeda, and it's like it's just what? Yeah, it's, just it's a what? Like we're leaving the universe that like we're leaving the Milky Way galaxy. Not I'm sorry, not the universe, but the galaxy. We're going to the and Andromeda galaxy, mm-hmm. which is interest not really that interesting. I mean, like it's. I I found like the Milky Way so much more compelling. I hope like the next Mass Effect takes place in the Milky Way, like the right after Mass Effect Three, because like there's some cool stuff you could do or like. I remember how controversial the ending of that game was when it happened. Yeah, it was one of the craziest controversies that was happening. Andromeda does take place after Three, but like again, they go to a different uh, galaxy that, and then you just never hear what happens in the Milky Way, which is where we spent most of the time and like where the Citadel is. They could have in Andromeda, they could have done like a story beat like God of War. Where they looped it into the original world somehow, like yeah. God of War did the whole jump from Greek to Norse mythology, but they brought it back in the end to show like how the Greek mythology yeah. connected. Which, by the way, not a spoiler for God of War, we haven't played it, but like the writing and the storytelling in that game is one of the main reasons why I love it. The fact that we got teases to Kratos possibly going to Egypt and other gods' realms is incredible. Yeah, incredible. A uh, cool little like tease for the fans yeah something pay that, attention yeah Chew and your... i feel like mass effect is a franchise that's got that potential and andromeda kind of just flubbed it yeah for sure it did the same team that work on andromeda work on um anthem bioware was it like that bioware team i know it's not the original <sighs> team from bioware from the guys from... i don't know i don't know i know bioware Ed- edmonton is like the original like Bioware team, and I know they worked on Mass Effect, uh, Dragon Age, and they're working on Dragon Age right now. I don't know. So many different, like, Bio, Bioware, I don't know, like, I I want I like Dragon Age, so I'm going to play the next one, and I thought Inquisition was eh, it's okay, <laughs> but it, I, I'm interested to see how they bounce back like, the next game after Anthem, like, yeah. the flop that was Anthem, so. The funny thing is, kind of a tangent but like i remember uh i drive by the ea maitland office a lot here in orlando it's like there's a chick-fil-a by there that i go to and uh i look at the big ea sign i'm just like i know what that is like <laughs> i was like what it would be like to work for that work in that company in the behind those walls and like they're working on madden the dude. stuff that i would learn that's the madden team yeah i don't know how i feel about that though they're terrible they're awful <laughs> 
<laughs> I would, would want to work there just to like get experience and jump to another game position, like fucking go to Iron Galaxy or something. I, At least place. Iron Galaxy to me as a local gaming um, development studio, yeah. they're quality. I think they're uh, sure they're yeah. not. You know, they're not fucking. Yeah, they're on that on, on that level, but yeah, I, Mass Effect level. But they're they're they they do enough interesting. They've taken a lot of interesting jobs on that. I respect more than EA. Apparently, they're announcing their new IP, a new game, whatever, Ooh. Iron Galaxy, oh, nice. very okay. soon. Okay. So, Word on the street, huh? Word on the street. You gotta get Dave on one day. When Dave, we're like, Dave when we're, Lang! We got our shit together. <laughs> Shout out Dave Lang. Shout the real face of gaming. The real f- bald face of gaming. Him and Adam Boys, man. Those are the fucking, they're the realists. God. Do they, you think they listen to this ever? Yeah. Shout out to them. <laughs> Shout out to them. Shout out to that time we got drunk with Adam Boyd. Hell yeah, dude. I, I'll never forget, though, even before we met Adam and he was so generous to us. Fucking, um, he just made me laugh when he was doing the Destiny jokes at E3 in like 2014, I think. Mm-hmm. He was making me laugh. I think he's funny. He was the Hoop God guy. No, he wasn't. No, he was no, not was the Hoop Dave. God. <laughs> that was not Dave either. That was like some guy from EA, the Hoop, hoop what you, God. What are you talking about? Like, like everyone, like, Hoop God first appeared. And there's like, I was talking about like during the conference. Yeah. No, yeah. that was a different show. It was a different show. But Hoop God. Shout out to the Hoop God. Shout out to the Hoop God. I wonder if he lives in Orlando too. <laughs> Would not be surprised. He is the Hoop God. I mean, yeah. He's dead. everywhere. Who knows? Sports connection, I guess. Yeah. And I, I know somebody who works at that EA office. Mm. He's a, a security guy. Nice. Security yeah. like cyber security. Okay, <laughs> I was like security like that the front secu- door. If I'm not the front, not the guy who checks them in. <laughs> the guy that pours ramen on people's uh, laptops <laughs> when they walk in. <laughs> Shout out Eric Andre, season five, man. It's so fucking funny, dude. I'm killing glad. it, killing it. Uh, I love like they. He's taking everything to the next level. I don't think it's his last season. No, I feel like or, he's setting up to do another one, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure when he'll do it, but it's gonna be a while. But it's. I love that it's been so long since season four. Like three years? Yeah, three years, man. Like crazy. He's still doing the budget, it. The budget really shows. Yeah. The, they were able to like build platforms. It's like the most have... famous show on Adult Swim. Is it? I would think so. I mean, like right now, like the one that like I would generates the most like traction on the internet. I would say definitely say the Eric Andre show sure. is like number yeah. one. I watched the behind the scenes of how they wrote the episodes, and I saw your boy Doug up there. My boy Doug, loosen hop, yeah. DJ Doug Pooh. I saw Doug producing. I saw Zach Fox there. I was like, oh shit. They're all creative. Do you see Sarah Squirm? Yeah. Sarah I Squirm. Work, I want to do that. Creative consulting. Yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> that's a, that's a cheap way for them to hire you full time and just as a contractor. <laughs> yeah, I would do that shit for sure. That's I feel like I contribute so much to those that kind of stuff. Those are fucking awesome Holden Bazinus man we gotta get him in there as a creative consultant Holden Bazinus at the head of the adult swim creative consultant table he'd be he would have like a wacky bow tie that would spin (laughs) that spins that spins and and shoots shoots water water. yeah (laughs) and he had like a weird checkered like like a suit jacket with like a with a video with an Atari t-shirt on And shorts <laughs> and glasses. And he was like, Welcome to my playhouse. It's not that wacky. I know, but that's what, like that's like I would, the vision of him. Like that's how I would want him to be. Oh man. Yeah, I mean I can imagine his office being filled with be a like creative toys. Consultant on that show coming up with people that could be the actual creative consultants. I, uh, Colton just looks like the Chris Farley guy. Uh Chris Farley. Shout him out. Would you compare Tim Dillon to Chris Farley at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just fat, funny white guys. Fat, funny white guys. That's all they got in common. Damn, bro. Uh, shout out. <laughs> shout Damn, out. Bro. Shout out. Uh, Colton Vizinas, the Dude, real one. He's doing it. Doing it big. Doing it big. He's the guy. He's the guy. I love our friends. They make me laugh, and I love the listeners too because they listen to us. You listen. Do you listen? I listen. Really. If anybody's ever out there and needs somebody to talk to about video games or comedy <laughs> or YouTube or just kiss you on the neck Aww. or rub you or Aww. give you rubs and kiss you on your thigh. And, Where's your pet? I don't know. He's around. He's. I think he's in David's room under his bed. Oh, does the cat ever try to eat the snake? He gets on top of the cage mm. and he just sits there. What if you could get a hold of the snake? Would he eat it? He'd definitely try to do something. <laughs> Would he fuck it up? Uh, probably. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cat would cat would be a snake. That snake is pretty strong though. That's is a big. Really? That's a big snake. It's a, like a constrictor. So if if he gets around his neck, it's done. It's Ooh. over. So there's a good chance that the snake does win. I w- this is a moment where I wish like shows like a Ninja Warrior or whatever <laughs> existed, but with animals. So there was a show fight. like that where was like it on Animal Planet. It was an Animal Planet. And they would build like metal versions of the <laughs> fucking animal. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> They used to do that shit. Most fucking 2005 yeah, like, network TV. Who would win in a fight? A crocodile or, or a, a shark? Or some yeah, it was like, oh, then we'll they'll test the waters and all right, the shark has a bite grip of this. And the- would you want to do that for a living? Like, work on a show like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> would you want to work on any show on Animal Planet, like the production? Yeah, I think they they have like uh one like a popular series of shows is vet like just reality shows based around vets. Mm-hmm. And there's one famous guy's name is like Dr. Pole. He lives like in Montana or something. And he's like this Polish veterinarian. He's super Mm. famous. And like, he's just like, he's like a crass veterinarian. And he like, you're not doing this right. And he's like, he's like, (laughs) he's like the Gordon Ramsay of the Gordon Ramsay of the vet universe. And my brother watches his shit all the (laughs) time. Is he the Gordon Ramsay of that universe? Sure. I mean, he's like an (laughs) asshole. So. But he loves pets and stuff. But did you watch um, Jimmy Lee, the Jersey Outlaw dentist YouTube videos? No, no. Shout out Jersey Outlaw. We can get him on the podcast. He's not even from Jersey. Where's he from? I think he's from like Philadelphia. Uh <laughs> he just lives in Jersey. <laughs> he just lives in Jersey. Yeah. I guess you could rep it if you live there. I guess yeah. Yeah, you're at Miami, but you live in Orlando. That's a choice, though. That is a choice. You should rep Orlando, though. No. Because I was driving through no. your house. I'm taking all the back roads through Hiawassee and all that. And I'm like, Eric knows these streets like the back of his fucking hand. Because <laughs> he used to drive out there in high school and stuff. Then yeah. then I come to your street, your house, at 113 Burlandy Circle. Not in Orlando, like Florida, yeah. 32857. <laughs> I don't live in Orlando. I live in you live Winter in Garden. Huntsville. Huntsville, Alabama. Yes, sir. Is there anything we didn't mention on this podcast that you want to mention to the mm. listening or to yourself so you can hear yourself speak? Mm. No, I don't think so. I think we talked about PS5. That's all I really wanted to, I guess, just get out there. R.I.P. Alex Trebek? Question oh, mark? yeah. R.I.P., dude. You used to watch Jeopardy all the time. Yeah. I, I Everybody's watched that at some point in their life for a certain amount of time. It's good. It was like, it's still a fun show. I mean, it's interesting that it's still going on and like, mm-hmm. it's not stopping. I mean, they're trying to recast Alex Trebek and I say, LeVar Burton, fantastic choice. I wish I was Lance Reddick. That was awesome. That was a great yeah, moment. That was great. Yeah. Uh, Just for, it was such a quick thing too. Yeah, like, it was you like... have to know. <laughs> Otherwise, it could have just been a random little Eric Andre bit. Hmm. But I think LeVar Burton would be a great host. Yeah. Great. Uh, who else? Black who else? Jeopardy up a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Black Jeopardy. Black, Black Jeopardy. Jeopardy. <laughs> Starring Antonio Banderas. Coasted by Tim Dillon. <laughs> you could do a black. Uh, I just did like a Dave Chappelle bit where I laugh and then I hit, the hit, mic on my hit, leg. Hit the mic on your leg. I'm going to get into stand up, bro. Could I do it? Sure. If it's just a tough, tough, tough world. They can, be, they can get into stand-up. Would you just get into stand-up so you can meet Dave Chappelle and then stop doing it? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I was be like, I love Dave Chappelle. Help me get to meet Dave Chappelle. Did you want to talk about his monologue at all? You mentioned it yesterday. Oh, uh, I just like liked his Saturday Night Live mono- uh, monologue that happened. Uh, was it, was it, it was like two Saturdays it was, ago. It was the weekend of the election after yeah. the election. Two Saturdays ago. When Joe Biden stole the election. Joe Biden stole it. Count the vote, I say. He stole it. Joe Biden, give me my freedom. freedom. He's like, we want the freedom for the world. We want the freedom for the world. You know what that reminded me of? <laughs> it reminded me of, I need to lubricate this dog for the world. Give me my freedom, Joe Biden. What if I told you the Greasy Strangler film was telling us what the future would be like and we're in it now? Is that what it feels like? God. If you ever see Trump naked in real life, then Greece, we've officially gone in the Greasy Strangler universe. Yeah, and he has like that weird pointy dick. <laughs> and he's like glazed up. He's like glazed up. He's like killing people as a grease monster. Pitch the, the sequel to that film to the director and say, make 
the Greasy Strangler too. I do think it's possible we can get him on the podcast. Uh, he doesn't have many Twitter followers. Oh, what's his name? Um, Jim Hoskins. Jim Hoskins. Shout out Jim. He's a great director. Great. I would can't love can't to wait for his pick his film. brain. I'd be very I'd be a creative consultant on the next Strangler too. <laughs> <laughs> he should get hooked up with Absolutely and they should do a show or something. He should. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. I wonder if... Oh. Uh, I would make that. Your boy Tim Heidecker would do it. Mm, team. Oh, I saw all of Moonbase. I, th- I think I talked about Moonbase 8, right? Yeah, on the last show. I'm going to watch it. He's good. I'm going to peep it. <laughs> he's he's good on that. He made me laugh. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Shout out to Fred Armisen. Yeah, he also showed up in the uh, the Broad City. When yeah, he was he's a like, baby. Yeah, as a baby? He was a baby, man. <laughs> he was a baby. He's funny. He's the best. I'm not... All the way a fan, but I do enjoy him. You gotta, you gotta watch. Have you, you gotta watch like? I haven't like watched anything with him really. Yeah. Documentary like, now is, is he like, in Portlandia too. He is Portlandia. Didn't watch that. Yeah, I've never watched that, but documentary now with him and Bill Hader. I'm down. I'm, I've that, always been into that. I that, just haven't that, watched it. That is like prime, like <coughs> SNL on, outside of on, SNL. Is comedy. it on uh, Netflix? It is on Netflix. Actually, Neg- Netflix. I'm not sure if it is anymore, but. If there is one place it is, it is on Netflix. Because mm. IFC is weird, like pooling stuff like Comedy Bang Bang, I don't think is on there anymore. You Netflix is going to up their subscription model again? <sighs> Who? It's weird because, like, when Netflix first came out, it was the one thing. And now that there's so many, it's the last thing. It's the last thing that I <laughs> it's go to. It's the thing to. I watch the least. Yeah. I'm on there, like, never. I watch Hulu mainly and, like, even HBO Max a little bit here and there. I've been watching, like, Teen Titans and fucking um, Spirited Away and some Studio Ghibli shit. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I like HBO Max. Yeah, me too. Fresh Prince, I've been watching on there. They're reuniting. I saw that. Are you excited without Uncle Phil? Yeah, I'm about oh, it. Uncle Phil. I mean, I think that's what we like. Do you think they'll be? It's a. It's all gonna be about Uncle Phil's funeral. It's not. A, I don't think it's an episode. I think it's like a. It's a, a legit reunion, show. Like inter, Like they all just get together. Oh, not, I thought they're coming back for a reunion. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> There's a trailer for it, and it's just them getting together on the set and then filming like a whole look back on the series together. It's Isn't it cool. crazy that I got famous out of all of us? <laughs> Will Smith? I'm, I'm more famous than all of you. Go, That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. Were you guys on a YouTube Rewind? Dude, best YouTube Rewind of all time? Sure, I think so. K-pop! K-pop! It was so bad. It was, it was so, bad. so bad. It was so bad. But it's yeah. so good now, yeah. in retrospect. K-pop! Damn, dude, that's how the internet works these days. You make something that you think is going to be awesome and it fucking sucks. Everybody hates it. And then two years later, it's popular because it's so bad. No one tells you. No one tells you that it sucks. <laughs> and then it comes out and it's like, why didn't anybody tell me it sucked? How would you feel yeah, if you directed the YouTube Rewind and then somebody was like, hey, this kind of fucking sucks. I'd be like, you're right. It does. <laughs> but it's so expensive. You can't reshoot it. Just put out a like uh, well, a. Remember what they did last year? They just did like stats of like, ha- like the most subscribed to K-pop video, and it had, and it had like the most oh, watched yeah. David Dobrik video or something. They just gave stats. They didn't do any like crazy stunts or anything. Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite in Marquise Brownlee, Marquez Brownlee, <laughs> Mark Ass Brownlee, Mark Ass Brownlee. Shout out MKBHD doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, shout him out. He's been. He's the only tech reviewer I watch, and I watch him specifically because he's been around for like 11 years. Been around 11 years reviewing the latest and greatest stuff. He lives in New Jersey, right? I don't know. I don't know. He's in living. I know he's like an East Coast. Kid. I know he plays professional. Like, what is it? Professional Frisbee or fun? Like, oh, he plays a. Uh, what is it called? Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, he plays that. And he. Um, he got the PS5, but he doesn't really play games like that. He's he, like, I want to be on my phone. I think he just plays like Madden 2K on. Oh no, he plays like racing games like Gran Turismo and 2K. I mean, you need a. I guess you need a PlayStation to play Gran Turismo. Sure. He got it for free though. <laughs> Why can't I get it for free, huh? You didn't. You didn't text Sony. I'm not sucking enough dick out there. <laughs> Gotta suck some dick to get a free PS5. Who's cock I gotta suck to get a PS5? Yeah, if anything, I owe some PS5s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can end it on that. We can end it on that. Shout out, shout out everybody who listens to this. We appreciate you. We love you. 
Hey, we're, listen- we're we're recording this on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday. Hope your Wednesday is going okay. Is this a long one? This is a normal, normal, huh? normal at length. Wednesday. Uh, hope you enjoy the pod. We'll see you next week. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Inching oh, closer boy. to the big triple digits. What do we do? We have to do something. We record something on our phone. We'll just record a shittier version. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, it's better than nothing. At least the audio will be good. <laughs> we should just... I don't know what we'll do, but I, I guess something will happen on the one episode 100. I guess we got to make it so. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll call in all our favors from everybody. We'll have like 100 guests. <laughs> We're going to formulate the Shark Boy and Lava Girl Avengers. Yeah, we'll get Colton to come on. Well, you know what we should do for episode 100? Hi, everybody on? No, we should just do the honeymoon, like the, uh, the honeymoon game. Have it, Colton host it. And we'll get a... Uh, on video? We can't. We can. We'll have our. We can. I don't know. We need like we, have, we need. We have enough we need mics for everybody. To we need be on four it. people, and then we need we need four people, and then we need like who are close friends. It's easy. Who? Nicky Colton. But who's gonna host it? Someone has to host the game. We need to find a host. Oh, it has to be a game. I thought you meant you just wanted to just do a thing. Well, the, the honeymoon game is who knows who knows each other who's who knows each partner better than Does the he other. Have to write questions. No, there's honeymoon questions that we can just ask. <laughs> like, what does Jordan like to do? Like, this like weird like questions that spouses would know. Can I be on acid? Sure, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you gotta be on acid too. <laughs> we'll record a twelve hour podcast of us tripping. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. That would be a mess, but it would be cool. It would require it would require like somebody to be sober enough to like replace the card memory. No, I'll and do batteries. it. I got it. <laughs> No, it'll don't. just be like it'll be like so slow. It'll be like walking around the house, but I'll get it eventually. We gotta find a guy who's who um who will give us acid. Dude, I remember when I did it once, and I saw I could have sworn I saw a shadow like on the floor, and I was like, uh oh, <laughs> not good. Uh, you saw a Goomba. I remember Nick told me he was peeing in the bathroom, and it felt like he was on a boat, and it was rocking, and then it started flooding. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do acid again. I don't know, dude. I think I'm good. <laughs> It freaks me out. Those experiences are so fun. It's weird. It, they're fun for a little bit, and they fucking suck. They are, but the funds are so high. Like the fun is like the funds so are high. high. The funds are high, but the lows are lows, and that's kind of like what heroin addiction is. So I'm not really about it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we'll end the podcast. <laughs> on, on that, thanks for listening, everybody. Episode ninety-one. Next, next week. <laughs>